Welcome to the Daily Boogie. Yes, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. Wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you are. Monday night. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, settle in. This is going to be one of those shows that's going to be like old time boogie bumper. This is going to be like the old days where at the end, hopefully, you'll feel like slitting your wrists. You won't do it, but you'll feel like it. That's the key. Just the feelings. Skull! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. I am Boogie Bumper, your host. Hopefully for the next couple of hours or so, we'll see how we go. And it's an absolute pleasure to be joining you once again. Hope you had a lovely weekend. I certainly did. So much to get through. This is going to be a really strange one tonight. I'm, I'm going to have to explain how I came to this show as we go through, because otherwise it's not going to make any sense whatsoever. So... Thank you for share. Uh, thank you for joining us. Please share the show out. Hit that link. Uh, if you're in D Live, hit the crooked arrow. I've been told you need to say hit the crooked arrow. Share that shit out to Twitter or Facebook or wherever you do your uh, online cavorting. And thank you again for joining us. Uh, Periscope, D Live, YouTube, and Twitch that nobody is ever on. So big show tonight. Um, I don't often share out the link like pre-show either to like certain people and stuff and say, hey, share this for me. But I did this time and said, you know, hey, maybe you want to share this one out because nobody's talking about this. Nobody's nobody's keeping an eye on this stuff. So uh, you'll see what I'm talking about and a lot of the concepts that we discuss. Oh, thank you for the sub. Click, hit the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub. Um, a lot of the concepts that we've discussed like over the last... I think I've been doing this podcast for about 18 months now or thereabouts. We're almost at episode 200, by the way. I think this is episode 199. So tomorrow's episode will be episode 200 of the Daily Boogie podcast. So uh, hopefully you can join us for that. But a lot of a lot of the things that we've discussed previously on the show and a lot of the concepts that we've gone over, a lot of the concepts that we've dived into, they're all going to come together tonight. It really is one of those ones. So thank you again for joining us. Hope you had a lovely weekend. Thank you for sharing the show out. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogie bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to, thank you, congratulate, thank you, Brave Bigot. Congratulate us on 200 episodes. And you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogie bumper. If you'd like to leave a tip tonight, then please, by all means, head over to dlive.tv slash boogie bumper. Uh, get some lemons and leave those slippery little sour suckers in my fruit bowl. Or you can head to streamlabs.com slash boogie bumper. Thank you for, thank thank you for joining us, fairy. I'll see you in the fairy. I, I wonder... See, sometimes the names get me and I know that name. Is that Tony? Is that my friend Tony? If that's my friend Tony, how the fuck are you? <laughs> if you're not my friend Tony, 
then thank you for joining us anyway. I'm sure we'll get to know each other on a first name basis. It'll just take a little time. I've known Tony for a long time. <laughs> thank you for joining us. So much to get through. Um, I don't even know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I should begin tonight. I'm trying to figure out where we should kick this off. Um, all right. Uh, we've been covering coronavirus on this. Don't worry. This is not coronavirus tonight. Um, I appreciate the plug that James gave me before, but I'm not this. There's no virus in this tonight. It's it is Tony the fairy. Thank you for joining us, sir. How the fuck are you? now? Now we're going to have to derail the whole show. Uh, Tony, how have you been, mate? How's the wife? How's that beautiful kid? How's everything going, mate? <laughs> we haven't spoken for a long time. It's good to see you around. Thank you for joining us on DLive, the next hip and happening app on the interwebs. All right, we'll start at the beginning. So there's no coronavirus tonight. <clears throat> there is some. There is another topic that we've been covering on this show, and it's not just airy fairy off in the distance nonsense anymore. Um, and it's it's got to do with facial recognition software. So. I went back and I had a look. If you go to the Daily Boogie's Twitter account, where it automatically tweets out the um, the podcast, right? It's at Daily Boogie Show. You'll see the pinned tweet on that timeline is an episode, a Periscope version of the episode, Smile, You're on a Database. Okay? That was a month ago. And for the people who watch that show, you'll remember it. We discussed um, an Australian developer, an Australian company, which has created an app which is being used by law enforcement agencies, right? And this app, uh, the company is called Clearview AI. What this app does, it can take anybody's picture and it scours, the app is constantly um, scouring the internet for people's images, pictures of their face. And what this app does is it takes a picture, it can take a picture of anybody on any street corner or anybody out in the world, and it can instantaneously, within fractions of a second, bring up their name, where they work, who their friends are, where they live, all by a, all by matching the, the image that the app took with images that have already been uploaded to social media. So you think about Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, all of them, right? If you've ever po posted your picture on Facebook with your name and a location, they now have that. Thank you for the diamond, UK Neil. By the way, follow UK Neil on DLive, dlive.tv slash UK Neil. They now have that. They now have that data. And it's permanent. Yeah, a great term from Josh Billings, Instadocs. Exactly. Um, and again, you might be thinking, you know, oh, well, it's, you know, it's not really a big deal. Uh, so, this app is being used currently by 600 law enforcement. Like, so you might be thinking this would never happen here. Hence the title of tonight's show. It can't happen here. It's one of our favourite sayings on this program. Because whenever I bring stuff up about what's happening in Europe or Australia or China or other places, by and large, I genuinely, I generally get the same reaction from people outside this audience. You guys are ex excluded from this rule because I know you get it because you spend the time, you look into it, you listen to this, you, you get what I'm saying. But from people outside this community, 
I generally get the same response, which is it can't happen here. Don't worry. It can't happen here. It's not going to happen here. Well, that is wrong on just about every possible level. It's already happening there. It's already happening here, right? So this app is being used currently by 600 law enforcement agencies in the brave US of A. Ironically, the company, although they see fit to get this software out to the law enforcement agencies, although the law enforcement agencies are just taking everybody's picture and have the ability to bring up all of the information, their personal information like that, whenever they so choose, innocent people who have done nothing wrong, no search warrant, no paperwork. You thought FISA court was a problem? <laughs> Don't worry. In a year, that's not going to matter. In a year, you won't even need the FISA court. We're being led down, we're being led down the garden path. Either by the nose or by the dick. I haven't been able to figure out which yet. So 600 law enforcement agencies are using this tech. Mm. Thank you for the diamond gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond gypsy? Where did you steal the diamond gypsy? So 600 law enforcement agencies are using this tech, but you're not allowed to know which law enforcement agencies they are. You see, the company has been approached on numerous occasions to reveal who they're letting use their software. Who are they giving their software to? They're not allowed to know. So you're allowed to be protected by being under constant surveillance as, as though you were living in a prison, but you're not allowed to know who is surveilling you. Isn't that just fucking adorable? So we'll get to that. Another concept that we've spoken about before is the protection meme. Now, in short, if you don't know what the protection meme is or you're new to this program, let me give you the quick rundown of it. Um, the protection meme is a meme that is created by, you know, those in power to get those who are not in power to go along with things that they would other, otherwise not go along with under the guise of protecting them from something, protecting them from X. More often than not, this is in the way of laws, right? So, you know, a politician all politicians, this is not going to be a side-based thing here because if you agree with my fundamental point at the end of the show, you are actually going to be, you're actually going to end up agreeing with a whole bunch of liberals. You're going to agree with a whole bunch of conservatives and you're going to agree with a whole bunch of liberals. This is one of those bipartisan things, but you're also going to be, uh, you're also going to become a figure of hatred for a whole bunch of liberals and a whole bunch of conservatives. This is one of those things that does not fall down strict party lines. This is one of those things. It's like you're either freedom or you're not. There is no gray area here. So what will happen is a politician will say, we need to protect you from X. Therefore, we're bringing in this new law. Okay. But if you just spend a couple of minutes logically thinking about what laws are, you'll realize that laws don't protect you from things. And if you think I'm wrong, then okay, you only need to show me that there were zero murders last year. Should be easy enough. How about zero armed robberies? How about zero drink driving incidents? 
How about zero incidents of shoplifting? How about zero incidents of jaywalking? How about zero incidents of underage drinking? Any crime on the books. You can almost guarantee that it's being broken, except for maybe the fucking Logan Act, which is the only crime that anybody talks about for the last 12 months for some reason. (laughs) But putting that to one side, pretty much every crime on the books, every law on the books has been broken or is being broken right now as we speak. And the reason for that is laws don't protect you from things. If laws protected you from things, there would be no murder. If laws protected you from things, there would be no carjackings. There would be no drink driving. Laws don't protect you from anything. Laws turn actions into criminal actions. Laws say that this particular thing here, what you're doing, is now punishable by the state. That's what laws do. So when a politician comes out and says, we need this law to protect people, it is objectively a lie. Because that's not what laws do. They don't protect you from shit. They turn actions into criminal actions. They prosecute those who break them. Thank you for coming. I'll see, see you in hell. So when it comes to overreach, when it comes to encroaching on people's personal freedom, when it comes to pissing on individual liberty, ladies and gentlemen, you'll often find that the various politicians have their own way of approaching it. And the way that the conservative governments, not just in the United States, but in Australia and in the UK as well, the way that they like to encroach and piss on our personal liberties is by the means of law and order, safety. Uh, If you want a quick example, we did the story about 12 months ago, the conservative government in the UK, ladies and gentlemen, parking nondescript black vans on the streets in London, taking people's photographs as they just walk around, completely innocent people haven't done anything wrong, and then matching their photos up against government databases. And if you try to avoid having your picture taken by this, again, dystopian black van parked on on the street with cameras on the roof, if you in any way, shape or form try to avoid that van or try to cover your face, you can potentially be arrested for disturbing the peace. An innocent person walking down the street who does not want their picture taken by the police can be arrested for doing so, for disturbing the peace. Yes, it is that bad. Yes, we have fallen that far. And I'm sad to say, yes, most people don't care. They either don't care or they'll call you a conspiracy theorist or they'll fall back on our favourite trope here on this program. (laughs) It can't happen here. But as you're about to see, it most definitely is happening there. And by there, I mean uh, the good old US of A, which I always put up on a pedestal as the defender of individual liberty. Because you see, I'm from a nation founded by criminals. I almost expect the government to want to watch us like we are in a prison because essentially that's what my fucking country was founded as, a prison. Basically one big prison. So it's almost natural for the government here to want to overreach into personal liberty. We are arguably the most overgoverned country on planet Earth. So I always put the United States up on a pedestal as the defender of the little guy, the defender of individual liberty, ladies and gentlemen. 
And for the longest time, I've said the same words myself that get now repeated to me ad nauseum. It can't happen here. I used to say that. But I guarantee you, I don't fucking say it anymore. Because I'm not a lunatic. <laughs> so how might... Here's, here's one for you. So a, a couple of years ago, we were talking about microchipping, right? And again, this is not some far-off conspiracy theory. I, I'm sure you've seen the pl- the the pluff, uh, the pluff, the puff pieces, the fluff pieces. Microchipping in the UK, people who work for various companies in you know places like Sweden and Italy and whatnot getting microchipped. Hey, it's so convenient. I can just open the door now without having to take my fucking keys out. Isn't it a miracle? People getting microchips so they can ride the bus and whatnot. And I said, well, see, how would this be? How would this become mandated for everybody? And I said, it would. It would usually start with the protection meme. You need to be protected from something. And I thought, how about the sex offenders? How about the sex offenders? If I was trying to get everybody to take a microchip, I would start with the sex offenders. You know why? Nobody's going to defend the sex offenders. Everybody wants to be protected from the sex offenders, and rightly so. But you'd start with the sex offenders and you'd say, we only want the sex offenders to be microchipped so we can keep an track on them. We can keep an eye on them. Don't you want to know where all these evil sex offenders are? Don't you think you have a right to know where all these people are at all times? And 99.9% of society would say, yes, that's a tremendous idea. Um, I'm part of the 0.1% who would put my hand up and say, no, that's a horrible idea. That's a huge infringement on individual liberties. And you know the kind of abuse that I get for that. You've seen it on this show. That's where you will get accused of being a pedophile yourself. That's where you'll get accused of not caring about children. That's where you'll get accused of all kinds of heinous things. And sometimes you think it's not worth the, not worth the bother because you are literally trying to protect people who are so thick-headed and so blinkered in their understanding and so, I'm going to say, just so fucking stupid that they do not have the ability to see past their own initial reaction into what happens after that. You're trying to protect them even though they want to throw you in and, and, and to call you a sex offender, call you a pedophile, throw you in prison because you don't agree that all sex offenders should be microchipped, right? Those are the people you're trying to protect. So it's not, not fun, but hey. Oh, well, to be fair, it kind of is. Kind of is. I like taking abuse from idiots. So it'll start with the sex offenders and nobody really care. And then we'll move on. How about this for an idea? Hey, look. We've been trialing that sex offender microchipping program for the last couple of years. It's been working really well. How about the guys who are on apprehended violence orders, you know, AVOs? What a great idea, someone will say. And then again, 95% of the public will agree, yes, well, if you're somebody who beats your wife, the police should know where you are at all times because, you know, they can be alerted if if you get too close to your your ex-wife's house and they can pick you up on the way. What a great idea. So then we'll get the people with AVOs. And then how about the uh, people who have committed armed robberies? They can be next. We'll get them next. 
because we need to protect people from the people who commit armed robberies and so on and so on and so on it goes until you get down to the end of the line you get to the end of the conversation where people will say well you know what why don't we just microchip everyone at this point and by then everyone's been normalized and nobody really cares and there'll be a few people who say i'm not taking a microchip but then they'll start bringing in laws like travel exemptions for example so they'll do away with hard currency they'll do away with cash money they'll do away with a bus pass they'll do away with a passport to be replaced by a microchip and they'll say things like you don't have to have a microchip but if you want to get on a plane you'll have to have a microchip you don't have to have a microchip but if you want to purchase groceries at the store, you're going to have to have a microchip. All the while, it all started with the sex offenders. Ten years ago, and everybody agreed that it was a fucking great idea. So, keep that in mind. Keep that progression of events in mind when I show you this next article. And guaranteed, if you share this next article out with, uh, I don't know, your more conservative-minded friends, they will accuse you of being in favour of illegal immigration. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. You're on the Daily Boogie. Maryland finds an effective way to force immigrants back into the shadows. Thank you, Joe NG. As usual, the Washington Post gets the outcome right, but the whole method of getting there is completely wrong. It's like, this is why you ask... Um, children to show you they're working out when they do maths homework because it's not good enough just to spit out the right answer we have to see that you're you know thinking the right way about it to, to use a crass term let me show you this maryland has been known for a century and a half as the free state that nickname has taken on sinister connotations with the disclosure that federal deportation agents have run roughshod in recent years through the state's driver license database with no prior approval. No approval. Do you remember what we said about um, Clearview AI, ladies and gentlemen? These law enforcement agencies which were using this app, which can literally take your picture and find out your name, where you work, your address, and who your friends are, your, circle, your social circle then becomes illuminated. They were using this technology without even knowing if it's legal or not to do so. And what I'm going to show you tonight is how they play catch up. Because the news is getting out there, because the discussion is getting out there, because people are apprehensive, we're going to show you the two-pronged approach. The state is now very quickly feverishly working behind the scenes to make sure that they can finagle the language around this kind of technology in order to make it nice and legal. And the corporate media and the local news is running uh, is, is running the promotions campaign for them. And I'm going to show you this in real time tonight. While everybody else is talking about coronavirus, myself included, so I've let you down too because I get caught up in fucking trends as well. I'm only human. I don't pretend not to be. Free to snoop, free to disregard privacy, this is the article, and free to track undocumented immigrants even if they've lived here for years without running afoul of the law. And see now, see, I'm somebody who doesn't want uh, illegal immigrants free to just run around, get driver's licenses, get jobs and stuff. 
I'm somebody who believes in uh, protection of a border. Thank you, Henry St. George Tucker. But this is how you get people to go along with the technology, right? The protection meme, ladies and gentlemen. This is how you get people who would otherwise not be in favour of mass surveillance to be in favour of mass surveillance. Hey, they're only microchipping the sex offenders. Hey, they're only scanning and surveilling the illegal immigrants. This is what you want, right? You want this. You need this. An eye-opening report by the Post's Drew Harwell and Erin Cox revealed that Maryland, apparently among alone among states, has granted unfettered access to its database of driver's license photos for agents from U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement to run searches using facial recognition technology. Yeah. One of the things that you'll get told is that we only do this during an investigation. And that usually, that's a rhetorical trick that is used. Because when you think of an investigation, what do you think of? You think of a crime has taken place. You think of people doing paperwork. You think of a crime scene. You think of people walking around a crime scene, doing paperwork, doing an investigation. But that's not necessarily accurate. That's the form of an investigation. That's what we think of when we hear the word investigation. But if they are just scanning databases of random people looking for criminals, looking for a crime before a crime has actually taken place, they can still call that an investigation. That would be an ongoing investigation. So they get around it. It's useful, this is the article again, it's useful to remember the reason Maryland decided to grant driver's licenses to unauthorised unauthorized immigrants. God, I hate this. Fuck it. I'm so sick of everybody just raping us with language. Constantly. Constantly raping the language to manipulate things to their own agenda, to their own benefit. And I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. I'm, I'm done with this fake, phony, my side, your side stuff. It's amazing how often people on the my side and your side tip of the discussion uh, actually, actually do the exact same thing as each other. I see it constantly because I'm somebody who'll actually say, no, 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 you're just acting like the other guys now. You're not, you're not doing anything different to the other guys. You've just got different talking points, but you, you behave in the exact same way. Shut up, you communist! I, like, it's too stupid for me. It's too dumb for me. I can't do it anymore. I don't care. The legislation enacted in 2013 reflected a recognition that tens of thousands of unauthorised immigrants, many of whom had settled lives in Maryland for years, needed to drive. And again, I'm against this. But being against this doesn't mean you're in favour of mass surveillance. At least it shouldn't, but that's the false dichotomy that's going to be created, right? Hey, if you, what do you mean you're not in favour of law enforcement agencies randomly scanning databases of full of people in order to find things using facial recognition technology, which they, not, they are not sure is legal or not? 
What? You must be in favour of illegal immigration then. No. No, no, no. See, if that's if that's your knee-jerk reaction, if that's the reaction that you have, then you're one of the people I'm talking about that is too stupid for this show. Sorry. Now, you can either stick around or you can leave. By granting ICE agents round-the-clock access to run facial recognition searches in its database of drivers' photos, Maryland subverts the legislation's purpose. It ensures that many undocumented immigrants will no longer seek licenses. If Maryland wanted to force migrants back into the shadows, this is an effective way to do just that. Again, I'll, ra- I'll say to you, who could possibly be against this? We're catching illegal immigrants. The law enforcement agencies running constant searches of people's faces using AI technology is obviously a good idea because we're catching bad guys. The protection meme, ladies and gentlemen. So I had a whole show set up for tonight. I had a whole other show. We were going to do fun. We were going to do laughs. I'll save the fun and the laughs for tomorrow. I had a lot of, bu- like, I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun one tonight. But after I read this piece, then I decided to do something. I just decided to jump on YouTube. And now we've got the show that we have. Let me show you this. Fox News, ladies and gentlemen. The gentleman on the left is Neil Cavuto. You know him. The gentleman on the right, uh, I forget his name, but he is the guy who created Clearview AI. This is the company which has created the app, which is being used by 600 law enforcement agencies, which can literally take anybody's photo on the street at any time, any random stranger, find out their name, their address, where they work and who their social circle is, find out who their friends are based on the fact of other photos being uploaded to the internet with that information being attached to it. 600 law enforcement agencies currently. And 601 based on that last one. But there's a whole there's a whole bunch of constitutional type people out there. There's a whole bunch of people out there who talk about individual freedom. How are we going to get them on board? I know. Let's target the illegal immigrants with it. Because how could they possibly be against that? It's just like microchipping sex offenders. Do you see what I'm getting at here? Now you're going to be in favour of it. You're right. I do rarely use Fox clips. And the reason I'm using this Fox clip is because it's fucking horrifying. It's disgusting the cover that's being run by Fox for this, for the surveillance state. No, no, it's not just a lefty thing, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Have a look at this. Have a look at the presentation here. It's sickening. I think you'll agree. Been in the press a lot, young man, and then a lot of it, a lot of it praising you and what what you're doing and a lot of it condemning you and saying, oh my God, look what he's doing. (laughs) We could go through this sentence by sentence. Do you see straight away, straight off the top, straight out of the gate, Neil Neil Cavuto, he presents two options, right? A dichotomy of choices. The people who support what Clearview AI is doing in the way of facial recognition software and the people who have uh, a problem with it. But how does he present it? Well, there's a discussion out there. People are saying, uh, congratulating you, young man, young man, you're such a talent. He's such a talented young man. He's bra- he wants law and order. Uh, 
people are congratulating you, young man, and they're saying, wow, this is tremendous what you're doing out there, but then other people out there <laughs> have some kind of a problem with it. The laughing, the mockery, the dismissal. It's very slight, but it's there. These people are very good at what they do because that's already framing the, the discussion for the audience. That's already saying that the criticisms of this technology and the criticisms of this kind of law enforcement technique are not valid. That's something that kooky people would say. That's something that fringe people would think. <laughs> As I've said a million times on this show. Thank you for the diamond, KB. As I've said a million times on this show, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you see the subtlety of the manipulation, that's it for you. You'll never watch the news the same way again. Been in the press a lot, young man, and then a lot of it, a lot of it praising you and what you what you're doing, and a lot of it condemning you and saying, "Oh my God, look what he's doing." Oh, oh my God, look what he's doing. Are you invading people's privacy? We are a law enforcement tool. <laughs> Good answer, huh? Now, I know you get this. I know everyone in the audience gets this, or at least the majority of people in the audience get this. He didn't answer the question, did he? Are you invading people's privacy? We are a law enforcement tool. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How do you... Doesn't that... That doesn't really fit. That doesn't really match up to the question that I asked. I guess that's a no. No, no. How, are you invading people's privacy? We're a law enforcement tool. That's it's, It would be the same thing as you showing up at my door and saying, sir, did you order a pepperoni pizza? I like wine spritzers. Sir, can I interest you in this uh, brand new Dodge Viper? Mm, I like football. Like, <laughs> a complete non sequitur. <laughs> Follow Q says, in other words, a yes. Are <laughs> you invading people's privacy? We are a law enforcement tool uh, that helps law enforcement solve crimes. We help law enforcement solve crimes. And um, it only searches publicly available images. You took his picture. Correct. It only searches publicly available images and then the cut. Because this is back on February 19. So the video that we're showing is from February 27. They're doing they're they're doing a rehash. So they're like, this is what happened back on February 19, okay? Now look at the presentation here. Does anybody in the chat press one in the chat if you remember us going through the BBC video of the microchipping, the promotion of getting people microchipped? It was a long time ago. I think it was pre-podcast. I think it was like the old school Thursday night streams that we used to do that used to go for like six hours. Just going rabbit hole, rabbit hole, rabbit hole, rabbit hole, rabbit hole. Until people were like, that's it. I can't take this shit anymore. Those were the days. I know Kimmy and Ben remember because they, they were old school. Liza remembers. Liz, pardon me. People remember. Remember the fluffy. Oh, it was so fun. It was so convenient. Everybody must have it. Oh, it's the future. I mean, you don't want to be one of those crazy backwards people, right? Look at this. Look at the look on this fucking guy's face. Huh? Look, look, that's me. Huh? Look, they took my picture with the app, with the uh, law enforcement app, and now I put it into the into the app. Into I put it into the Apple machine. I put it into the phone machine, and then my picture comes up. 
I'll tell you what, this technology is doing some great stuff. If we can, if we can catch some of them gosh darn criminals, I'll tell you what, we got to be catching them bad guys. It's uh, what privacy, law, invasion of privacy. Didn't you hear the man? It's a law enforcement tool. It's a tool of law enforcement. We're catching those illegal immigrants, catching them immigrants at the border, and we're catching, uh, you know, the criminals using the apps. Good stuff. Good shit, man. Look at my picture there on the front of that phone. Look at my big old picture there. Ain't that something? Huh? They can barely, they can barely contain their fucking excitement. Corporate media and the soft promotion of the surveillance state, ladies and gentlemen. And within seconds, you had wow. 81. Wow. Wow. You mean someone takes my picture and within seconds they can find out all of my personal details? Wow. <laughs> it's a tool. <laughs> it's a law enforcement tool. One photos from sites. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just the beginning, uh, strictly for law enforcement. Strictly for law enforcement. All right, little problem with that. Okay, so that was back in February 19. Neil, Convu uh, Neil Cavuto uh, absolutely selling his man pussy to the surveillance state live on TV in a sickening, whorish display. Uh, his little sidekick there, uh, phone guy, his little sidekick there scrolling through the phone, so fucking excited that he can put his phone into an app and then can be insta-doxed by the surveillance state. That's all, that's all tremendous stuff. He's very excited about this. So now comes February 27, and the story has changed somewhat. Remember, we covered this a month ago. If you want to go back to where this story began, we were one of the first people talking about this. Go to the at uh, Daily Boogie Show on Twitter and look at the pinned tweet. The show is called Smile, You're on a Database. We went over this company and what they're doing in depth. In depth. A month ago. What I'm going to show you now is the corporate media catching up and trying to redirect the story. That is the Clearview AI CEO uh, was talking about something last week. He said it was unlikely. He's talking about something. He was talking about something last week. This, this is news, by the way. Uh, uh, the owner of uh, Clearview AI, after we promoted his product as a law enforcement tool, here on my show on Fox Business, uh, he was saying something last week about some stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to know they do their fucking research, right? To happen anytime, a, a controversial technology that has now, we're told, been, been hacked, which means my guns are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's fucking right. Ladies and gentlemen, the state of art next generation of law enforcement, the state of the art law enforcement technology, that's not violating privacy. It's a tool of law enforcement. The technology that literally takes anybody's photo and can find out all of their personal fucking details within a fraction of a second. Oh, it's been hacked. Oh, just like that. Oh, well. You know, he was talking about something last week and, you know, it's the darndest thing. It turns out it's been hacked. Well, you don't fucking say. 
but they said it was safe. They said it was a law enforcement tool. They said it wasn't an invasion of privacy. I mean, I put my picture on the phone and then look, there I am on the camera. There I am on the screen. It's good. It's great. Oh, well, you know, there's this thing that happens sometimes. He literally said this thing that happens sometimes. It happens sometimes. <laughs> These things happen all the time. So it turns out the law enforcement tool uh, just got hacked. <laughs> you have to you have to fucking laugh at this point. There is literally no other option except to laugh. Nobody's coming to save you now. Nobody's going to come and save you from this shit. It's just going to keep happening. It's not. It's never going to stop. We're not going to become like a Pol Pot's Cambodia. We're not going to start banning technology. That's never going to happen. And if you think it's going to happen, then I'm sorry. You've, you, you have to be one of the most naive people walking around on planet Earth. You know why? People who, who invest hundreds of billions of dollars into this kind of technology don't do it so you don't accept it. No, no. They're going to make you accept the technology. You don't invest hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars over the course of one or two or three decades just to have people turn around at the end of it and say, nah, I don't want it. That's not a reasonable option for them. That is not, that's not even an option. That's not on the table. No, no, no. You'll accept it whether you fucking like it or not because we spent the money on it. That's the way these people think. <laughs> They're not democracy types. They're not free market types. They will just force this shit on us. Ah, these things happen all the time. It's just, it's just, just happened to get hacked. Oh, okay. Who was portrayed there is on the FBI most wanted list. No, he's not. He's not. But he could. We're still joking, by the way. He's talking about the co-host who took his picture with the surveillance thing, with the, with the app that's just a tool for law enforcement. Oh, my co-host here. Uh, he's now on the FBI's most wanted list. <laughs> See the diminishing of it, the diminish, constant diminishing of the concerns, constant suppressing of the counter argument. And if the counter-argument is raised, it's only raised in a flippant way. It's only raised in a dismissive way because it's not serious. Even though 600 law enforcement agencies are using this tech without even knowing whether it's fucking legal or not, even though they can't actually say whether or not it is actually invading privacy, they cannot say whether or not it's constitutional or not, even though all of these things are very, very real, any concern for that? <laughs> well, I guess he's just ended up on the uh, FBI's most wanted list. <laughs> you know, this kind of hacking shit happens all the time. A controversial technology that has now, we're told, been, been hacked, which means Mike Gunzerman, who was portrayed there, is on the FBI most wanted list. No, he's not. He's not. But it could happen. It scares people, Fox. But it could happen. It just fucking happened. You just said it happened. Oh, it could happen. It, it could happen, but and it scares people. What do you mean could? You literally 20 seconds ago announced that it fucking did. 
Do you see the depth, the depravity of this level of manipulation, ladies and gentlemen? Ah, well, well, you know, it turns out the company got hacked. But, you know, this can happen and people are scared of it. No, no, not can, did, did. There's a difference. Just, you just fucking announced it. The news headlines 24-7 anchor Brett Larson on all that. Oh, yeah, this looks like the guy who would be across this. <laughs> Let's go to our news anchor who reads a teleprompter. What have you got for us, Brett? Well, this is just a law enforcement tool, and people who think that it can be hacked are probably crazy, even though it was hacked. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, news anchor who reads a teleprompter. That's scary stuff. Now, companies get hacked. It, it, it happens. I'm, I'm not here to, to, to rip them on that. Then why are you there, Neil? Then why are you there? Did you hear what he said? Oh, this kind of, this hacking, it happens. I'm not going to rip them on that. I'm not, I'm not going to criticize the company that literally <laughs> works with 600, 600 fucking law enforcement agencies, which is held up as the future of law enforcement, which takes people's pictures without their knowledge and runs them through fucking government databases to find out their name, where they work, where they live and who their friends are. I'm not going to criticize that company for getting hacked. I mean, you know, I'm not some kind of a fucking communist. I'm not a commie. It happens all the time. <laughs> what, do you, what do you even say to these fucking jerks? And it scares people. Fox News headlines 24-7 anchor Brett Larson on all that. That's scary stuff. Now, companies get hacked. It, it, it happens. I'm, I'm not here to, to, to rip them on that. No, no. You're there to defend them. You're there to promote them. You're there to defend them. You're there to make your uh, aging, uh, increasingly detached audience who is, you know, simultaneously getting addicted to Sean Hannity and fucking urinary tract infection pills. You're there to make them accept it and vote for it. That's what you're there to do. And you fucking know it. You know it, Neil. No, you're not there to criticise um, companies that claim to be at the cutting edge of technology and helping the surveillance state when they get hacked like some fucking 13-year-old's Xbox account. No, no, you're not there for that. No, you're there. You're there to cover it up. You're there to plaster over it. You're there to make sure that it's not a big deal and that nobody really cares. That's why you're on Fox Business. That's why you're not in the primetime show. Hey, let's. what's happening on Fox primetime? Well, let me tell you, those crazy demon rats are fucking around in the debates again. Coronavirus is taking off and Donald Trump tweeted something funny. There's your Fox News fucking lineup for tonight. Right. But this is a company you don't want hacked, right? This is definitely the, the technology that they have is quite frightening. I understand that. I understand his argument. He says it's, it's law enforcement is using this. But I understand his argument. Oh, it's law enforcement. Therefore, we shouldn't be frightened. <laughs> what are you worried for? It's just the people who are legally allowed to shoot people and throw them in prison. What are you worried about? What are you worried about? It's not like this technology is in the hands of a private citizen. It's in the hands of the most powerful uh, government on earth, the most powerful intelligence community on earth, and the most powerful surveillance state on earth. What are you worried about? 
<laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> it just, it, it never stops. One sentence to the next, one sentence to the next, one sentence to the next. Like, I feel like I'm being, I feel like I'm being intellectually gang raped. Like, there's just, there's just, there's just deep state surveillance dicks entering every orifice. I can't, I can't get them away. I'm in a haze. He also says law enforcement is using this. Explain for what now. they do again. They, they can take a picture and then cite any and all instances of similar pictures anywhere and everywhere. All- again, see the dismissal. Again, misdirecting. Again, reframing. No, so they could take any picture and cite similar pictures, Neil Cavuto says on his show. No, no, no. They can take any picture of anybody walking down the street, find out their name, their address, where they work, and who their friends are. And then once you know who their friends are, then you can do the same thing to them. It is literally, it is going to make warrants, uh, it is going to make warrants obsolete. You won't need a warrant anymore. You'll just need a smartphone. You won't even need a warrant. You will just take somebody's picture and you will have everything you need. And off you go. I'm not going to criticize them for getting hacked. I mean, you know, I'm not a commie. <laughs> well, we might end up on some FBI's most wanted list. <laughs> oh, it happens all the time. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, virtually anywhere on the internet. Anywhere there's publicly available pictures, they're going to be able to search through that. And that includes maybe you were walking through someone's photograph when they were out in Times Square taking pictures of... Uh... Oh, that's reassuring. Oh, that's reassuring, huh? Don't you feel safe, ladies and gentlemen? Don't you feel safer? You know, a hot dog stand was right, such right. a novel thing. If you're in the background and that picture was posted publicly, that picture would come up. It's still you in the photograph, which is what makes it so terrifying. <laughs> and just a gentle reminder, ladies and gentlemen, if, in case you haven't been keeping up with this story, uh, if you now go back through, you know, your old social, if you, if you just, just say you had the ability to do, you don't have the ability to do this, but just say you did in, in fantasy land, because this is a talking point that gets used. Well, if you don't, if you don't want this app being, having access to your pictures, then maybe you should take your pictures off the internet. It doesn't matter. Once they're already up, they're already up. So <laughs> this, this app, this company announced that even though now certain companies are now blocking their app from scouring their service to look for people's photographs in order to add to this fucking um, unapproved, unauthorized pseudo-government database, which is a private company working for law enforcement, apparently. Remember, they say they're a tool of law enforcement, but they're not law enforcement, are they? But then they do the switcheroo. Then they then they mind fuck you and they say, well, the law enforcement agencies are using it, therefore it's law enforcement. But it's not. It's a private company pretending to be law enforcement. That's what's happening. So even if you take all your photos down off Facebook or Instagram or whatever, uh, the the company that runs this app came out and said, we're not deleting it off the database. We're keeping that forever now. Sorry. Sorry. Too bad. Too bad. So sad. Oh. 
you know when they tell you uh, you have control over your data? That's a lie. <laughs> That's always been a lie. But now they're just openly telling you that it's a lie. Now they're just openly giving you the finger in your face and saying, we don't care what you do with your data. We're keeping it. It's ours now. Whereas before they would at least try to pretend like you still had some kind of semblance of control. Now they don't even bother. Again, a private company. This was not approved by Congress. This was not approved by the president. This was not approved by any government. It is a private company that just went into business with law enforcement. Started selling your face. They were hacked. Now, their, their AI wasn't stolen, just that their client list was taken. So now, we, now someone knows who they're working with and what requests have been made of their database. Good. 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 How dare the people, how dare you thoughtless, peasant, sheep-like creatures how dare you have the ability to know which law enforcement agencies are are utilizing this technology how dare you be allowed to know that right no that's private that's our info (laughs) (coughs) pardon me you have the right to be protected from crime, whether you like it or not, by literally being surveilled as though you lived in a prison. But you don't have a right to know the warden's name. You don't have a right to know who the prison guards are. Isn't that just fucking cute? Isn't that lovely? Exactly, Liz. On the money. Ah, it's just the client list. What are you worried about? Ah, this thing happens all the time. This kind of thing happens all the time. <laughs> so, I was watching this. I might have to take a break shortly just to refresh my drink because I'm slamming it down today. So, I was watching this and I decided to do something. And I thought, you know what? What if I just put facial recognition technology into the search bar on YouTube? And I decided to do it with two different filters. So the first one, a month, only stories from the last month. And then the next one, which we'll get to after this, stories from the last week. Here's the best part. I watched about, I don't know, three or four. I watched about 15, 30 seconds of three or four different videos. And I'm going to guarantee you that whichever video we click on, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be soft promotion, dismissal of any criticism. What are you worried about? But it's not just about Clearview AI, ladies and gentlemen. It goes much deeper than that. Remember the title of today's show, It Can't Happen Here. Remember that? It can't happen here. Ocean Nathan saying the Trump rally soon. I don't know. If you want to go and watch the Trump rally, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> um. It can't happen here. It won't happen here, right? No, no, no. It's already happening. It's already happening. So, like I said, we did this. Uh, we did the story originally a month ago. Go to at Daily Boogie Show on Twitter. Look at the pin tweet. Watch the episode. You'll see what we're talking about. People saying it can't happen here. It won't happen here. It won't happen here. So after this story broke about Clearview AI using about 600 different law enforcement agencies u- utilizing this technology without even figuring out whether or not it's legal to do so. Now comes the catch-up game. 
Let's go. Let's go to a clip, shall we? Let's do this live. Ah, uh, where shall we go? Where shall we go? So this is about a month. This is stories from the last month. Remember, our story was a month ago. How about this? Uh, City News Toronto. New facial recognition app causing controversy. Let's have a look. An artificial intelligence app is triggering... In O Canada. ...triggering fears about how far facial recognition technology can go. Wow, Canadian news readers look really out of it. It's triggering fears, ladies and gentlemen. Now, do you think that triggering fear would be a term that they would use uh, normally? Would that be a normal thing to say on the news? Well... <laughs> Facial record, because in Canada, ladies and gentlemen, not only are all the individual police departments, like all the individual state police departments, and trust me, we can go to Edmonton, uh, Ottawa, Toronto, any any province in Canada right now, they're all having the same conversation. They all have spokesmen from the police departments coming out and saying, yes, we're going to use facial AI recognition technology, but don't panic, we're the good guys. Every single one. This comes off the back of a story that we covered on this program two weeks ago, which saw the minister responsible in the Canadian government literally saying that they want access to your private encrypted end-to-end -end messages. That you don't, you no longer should have a right to private messages on the internet. The government wants in. We need to read what you're saying to each other. Literally. Oh, it can't happen here. It can't happen here. <laughs> Andrew Jackson in the chat. I, for one, welcome our police state overlords and their merciful process. I agree. This is all good stuff. This show is just satire. See, my role here is to present the fringe, uh, you know, argument to be mocked that nobody should take seriously. And you shouldn't. Because let's be honest here. Uh, I'm a shadow that sits in the dark that has nothing relevant to say about anything. And I'm not even an American. So what difference does it make? Of course. I agree 100%. <laughs> so let's see what the uh, Torontons are saying. An artificial intelligence app is triggering fears about how far facial recognition technology can go. An American tech company has developed an app that can find your face online almost instantly, even if you delete photos. Ah. <sighs> Why don't you put your face on camera? <laughs> You're so smart. You're so smart, man. <laughs> Even if you delete the photos. Oh, well. Too bad. <laughs> we got them now. <laughs> Again, they used to pretend like that wasn't a thing. Now they just openly admit it. Just like that. And again... Nobody cares. Wow. Oh, my God. Is that you? That or photo is, is me. Wow. <laughs> not, oh, shit. No, not, um, oh, no, not, this is horrifying. No, no, no. It's instead, it's, wow, that's me. Come and look, everybody. I'm on the app. This guy found me on the internet. <laughs> internet. <laughs> well, you know, there's some crazy people out there who some wacky ideas 
that this kind of thing might be an invasion of privacy. What do we say about them? We say that they're crazy, wacky people. This is just a tool of law enforcement. Yay! Look, he put me in the app and then my picture came up. Ah! Isn't it fucking amazing? Technology is so cool, man. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Doesn't yes. look like you. That's when you were younger. That's my face. <laughs> that just reminded me of a great Mitch Hedberg joke. It's like, people walk up to you and say, here's a picture of me when I was younger. Every picture of you is when you were younger. <laughs> here's a picture of me when I was older. You son of a bitch, how did you pull that off? A photo I haven't seen in years. Found in seconds by the facial recognition app Clearview AI. Clearview is fake. And it was fake news, actually, because the uh, Toronto News Report said it's an American company. Eh, it's developed by an Australian. And if you want to know who's funding this thing, I can give you uh, two individuals. I forget the name of the first one, but he was a former advisor to Rudy Giuliani. And the second guy is a guy named Peter Thiel, who... Uh, unfortunately, in my dealings, 90% of MAGA people only recognize as the gay billionaire who supports Trump. That's all they know about him. When in reality, he is the head of a company called Palantir. And Palantir is at the forefront of uh, invading people's privacy on the internet. And he's, he's one of the big backers behind this technology. Hey, law and order, right? Got to catch the bad guys, right? Right? What are you worried about? Basically a search engine for faces. Clearview has scraped billions of images from sites like Facebook, Twitter, and Google to use in a facial recognition system. He claims more than 600 law enforcement agencies in the US and Canada are using it, though it's- More than 600 are using it. Remember, go back to the story, go back to the episode we did on Twitter, at Daily Boogie Show, ladies and gentlemen, the pinned tweet on that account. The episode is called Smile, You're on a Database. They knew even back then, a month ago, because back then this story was only like a week or two old. Back then this, this story had only just arrived on the scene. And, you know, people like to criticise the New York Times and I fucking criticise the New York Times more often and more harshly than just about anyone. But they were actually the ones that wrote up the, you know, the 10-page fucking expose on this mob. So credit where it's due. There are still good people working there, believe it or not. But even back then, they didn't even know we knew that 600 law enforcement agencies were using this technology. Nobody knew whether or not it was legal to do it. They didn't even know it was if it was legal or not. So this is all this is all catch up. What you're about to see here, we're going to go through a number of videos. This is all propagandizing catch up in order to normalize people to accept this thing, to accept this new normal, then we'll worry about whether it's legal or not. Because once people accept that it's normal, then they don't fucking care if it's legal or not. That's the reality. Because we are essentially goldfish. We're a cross, we're a chimera. We're an Alex Jones-style chimera between goldfish and sheep. We easily get led from one pen to the other, and as soon as we're in the new pen, we instantaneously forget the pen that we just left. Sheep with the mind of a goldfish. It's unclear how many have actually paid for it. 
So that's the photo of you. So this is a, f a photo of me from CNN.com. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he kind of looks like that guy. Who is that guy? A photo of me. Who is that guy, the comedian? The big, you know, you know the guy I'm talking about. He was in uh, Coming to America. He was like the manager at the, at the burger joint, McDowell's. Not the black guy, but the white guy. Louis, is it Louis Anderson? I think we found where Louis Anderson's been hiding all this time. He's been working on Canadian TV. <laughs> now we have to do this. Sorry to get sidetracked, but it can't be all doom and gloom. We have to appreciate the good things when they present themselves to us, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, that's Louis. That is Louis right there, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit. Let's bring you up, Louis. Come on now. Where is he? Come on. I want to center the picture. There he is. <laughs> There's Louis Anderson. Huh? 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 Oh yeah, that's it. All right, where the fuck were we? Oh, that's right. We're all gonna we're all gonna die. Me from CNN.com. Wow. <laughs> we're starting to see pictures of me that are not from that original image. This is from Medium. Tech giants aren't happy about this. They say it violates their terms of service and have sent cease and desist letters. This AI technology. Ooh, a cease and desist letter. <laughs> That'll show them. Why? Why? It's only the most powerful law enforcement agencies on planet Earth, which are now utilizing this technology, regardless of whether or not it's legal. And it's now only the corporate media running cover for these law enforcement agencies in order to get its uh, increasingly detached and, you know, uh, dumbed down audience to accept this new level of normal, that being surveillance as though you were living in a high tech prison. But hey, don't worry. The good people at Twitter and the good people at Facebook, they've sent them a cease and desist letter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> Don't worry. Jack's got your back. <laughs> hey? Don't worry. Mark Zuckerberg will save us. <laughs> There will be people who say this. There'll be people out there saying this. Don't worry. Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg will save us from the police state. <laughs> what are you worried about? What are you worried about? Oh, let's go to a different one here. What else have we got? So if you're just joining us, um, you, well, it's too much to recap over the last hour. And like I said, I might take a quick couple of minute break soon just to get myself a refreshment and then we'll be right back into it. So we're now looking at videos from the last month. Oh, here's, here's a fun one for you. Springfield City Council, made famous by The Simpsons. Continuing coverage after much debate, the Springfield City Council has passed a moratorium on the use of facial recognition technology. 22 News reporter Hector Molina's right. live. Great. A moratorium. Sounds good, right? 
Springfield to tell. That was from, this is February 25th, right? It's a moratorium. That means they're stopping it. Oh, good. The council is on our side. Tell us about that vote. Well, City Councilor Jesse Letterman told 22 News that that measure passed 11 to 2. Now, Mayor Dominic Sarno and Springfield Police Commissioner Cheryl Claproot said they want to explore the use of that facial recognition technology. But council members worry that it could lead to an invasion of privacy. Mayor Dominic Sarno has said if and when this technology is used. Facial, look at the, look at the Chiron. Facial recognition moratorium working for you. <laughs> invasion of privacy mayor dominic sarno has said if and when this technology is used if and when if and when remember people don't spend hundreds of billions of dollars developing quote-unquote law enforcement tools in order for people to not accept it they don't do that they don't spend that much money to just to have people turn around when the product is finished and say, yeah, I don't want it. That, that literally does not happen. They will find a way to make you want it. Failing that, they will just force you to have it because nobody cares because nobody will be listening. Instead, again, we'll be talking about let's cross live. Let's cross live to Fox News. Let's see what Sean Hannity's talking about. Well, those ridiculous demon crats are at it again. They're dropping out of the nomination race. Oh, my God. Donald Trump tweeted something amusing. Yeah. Irrational Times, ladies and gentlemen, follow Irrational Times on YouTube. Thank you for joining us, sir. It's good to have you back. It can be helpful in identifying repeat offenders. And now it goes to Mayor Sarno's death. Repeat offenders. <laughs> the government is the worst repeat offender. Ask, but he has previously said he thinks it's unnecessary. There are no current plans to use this technology in the city. And then yep. Mayor Sarno said that this technology would have specific rules and regulations yeah, rules. and would be helpful in keeping repeat offenders off the streets. I'll tell you what the Springfield Police Department has to say about this technology within the next half hour. Yeah, don't worry. There's rules, guys. Don't worry. There's rules. There's rules. I wonder what CNN has to say. Should we go to CNN? No, let's go to another. Uh, oh, here's a good one. Because remember, we've got this is promotion time. This is all about promoting this tech, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to run cover for these people. We've got to promote it. We've got to get you get. We've got to get you to get used to the idea that this is coming. Hey, everybody hates criminals. You know, the only thing that people hate more than losing their individual freedoms and their right to privacy is the bad guys. <laughs> Good evening. Your face may be scanned the next time you walk into an Albuquerque retailer. We've learned facial recognition technology is at the center of an arrest that APD officers made today. Yay! Yay! Law and order! We arrested someone. We arrested one guy at an Albuquerque <laughs> at an Albuquerque convenience store. All of this is worth it. <laughs> at a grocery store. A gro pardon me, a grocery store. It wasn't even convenient. News 13's Chris McKee is here to explain. Chris. Dina Jess, yeah, this APD officers were called out to cite a man today for trespassing at an Albertsons after his face was scanned, then flagged by a store surveillance camera system as someone who causes issues in the store. 
Why, I can't see any dangerous or nefarious use of this kind of technology at all. It's all just fucking peaches and cream. It's all apple pie and cream. Good morning, starshine. The earth says hello. Well, isn't this terribly convenient? You know, we've had an issue with some troublemakers of late, so we decided to start scanning everybody's face as soon as they walk into the store. And you'll never know it, but we ran this particular chap's face through a database and we found out that he's previously caused issues. Issues. Issues for us. (laughs) Well, well, we can't have these troublemakers around. (laughs) We better give this technology to the city. We better give it to the police departments. We can't have issues with troublemakers. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. How about we, how about we, look at this. Edmonton Police update on facial recognition technology from one week ago, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Canada. I'm, I, oh, Canada. I'm, I feel so bad. I feel you, bro. I feel you, bro. As many of you are aware, the EPS is in the process of researching and moving towards a facial recognition. Fire Captain says, um, Chris Matthews just resigned from MSNBC. Uh, yeah, he's, he should have resigned from MSNBC for not reporting on shit like this, not for slapping women on the ass. <laughs> Software solution. Like any new technology, we realize the concerns that this may raise with the public. Uh, we, we recognize the concerns. Recog- <laughs> When law enforcement comes out and says, when they're talking about, you know, some kind of new encroachment on your personal freedom, ladies and gentlemen, when they say a term like we recognize the concerns, that is essentially the equivalent of we're monitoring the situation. When a government says we're monitoring the situation, that's the same thing as saying we're not doing anything. We just want to look like we're doing something so you get off our fucking back about it. Hey, look over here. Look at this thing. It's the same thing as that. Uh, yeah, here at the uh, police department, we are, you know, we understand the concerns, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> because fuck you, that's why. Because I got the badge and you got nothing. So, you know, we've had a lot of people uh, approach us with their concerns about this kind of technology and this kind of app being used. Uh, but let me just assure you that uh, we understand those concerns, but uh, we're doing it. <laughs> We're monitoring the situation. We're monitoring people's concerns. <laughs> yeah, what are you worried about? What are you worried about? Process of researching and moving towards a facial recognition software solution. Like any new technology, we realize the concerns that this may raise with mm. the public mm. uh, in terms of privacy mm. uh, and whether we used to breach the privacy of everyday citizens. I will start by- Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a freedom-loving person, a freedom-loving citizen in the free world, in the West, remember what we were all saying not that long ago when we were looking at this kind of shit taking place in the People's Democratic Republic of China. Remember that our favourite saying on this show now, it can't happen here. It can't happen here. Just let that keep ringing in your ears. Let it can't happen here be tattooed on your frontal lobe. Let it jump to the forefront of every thought every time something like this is mentioned. It can't happen here. 
and remember how you used to say it and remember how those people around you say it and remember how people will continue saying it even when the cameras are being installed in their home. They will say it while the camera is being shoved in their fucking face. They will say the same thing. It can't happen here. Don't worry. We can trust these guys. <laughs> They're on our side. Assuring everyone in the, that the EPS will be using this technology responsibly. Ah. Uh. <laughs> hey. Look. Look, guys. Look, peasants. We understand your concerns about privacy and not whatnot, but let me assure you that the Edmonton Police Service will be using this responsibly. Oh, well, good. That puts my mind at ease. I don't even know why I was worried in the first place. <laughs> All he had to say was we're using it responsibly. Now I, now I understand. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, in terms of privacy uh, and whether we used to breach the privacy of everyday citizens. I will start by assuring everyone in the, that the EPS will be using this technology responsibly uh, and for a very specific purpose. Yep. I also want to emphasize that our- Just with very specific purposes. For now. <laughs> uh, Gary Vance says, soon AI will read your thoughts. True. Uh, no, not soon. Already happening. Already happening. Sounds ridiculous until you explain it. We actually did the clip on this show. Uh, a school in China. They've got six-year-olds and they wear a headband, right? Uh, it's not reading their thoughts in terms of it can't tell like individual words that people are thinking. But what these headbands do, if you remember the show, you'll remember it. And people were like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think it was actually in that show, Smile, You're on a Database. So again, go back and check out that episode. I'm pretty sure it was that, that show. So this high-tech uh, school of the future that is in China gets the students to wear headbands and on the front of the headband there's a little light and the light can show I think red and blue and white okay so if the headband shows red uh, it means the child is not focused on their studies they it's not focused they're not focused on their schoolwork and that sends an alert to the teacher's desk that says hey uh, little shin over here on you know row C row three desk four, uh, he's not paying attention. He's looking out the window. He's thinking about chocolates. He's looking at the girl next to him. Whatever the fucking reason is, he's not paying attention to his schoolwork. Blue means they're focused on their schoolwork and white means that they've lost the connection. So, you know, people are like, oh, you know, one day they'll be able to read our thoughts. No, no, they already are. <laughs> they already are. <laughs> Our use of this technology be in compliance with the various laws. Uh, that govern this. So yeah, that's going to be, it'll be in compliance with the various laws that govern this. So again, nothing to worry about, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, um, uh, here's Detroit news, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see what the good people of Detroit, Michigan are saying about facial recognition. So we've gone all around the world here, right? We're going all around the world. We went to Springfield. We went to Albuquerque. We've been to Edmonton. We've been to Ottawa. Now let's go to Michigan. I think you'll see a trend developing here. It seems like every possible fucking municipality in the Western world is now adopting this kind of technology. And the local news outlets for these various municipalities are all making the same argument, aren't they? Well, there seems to be a lot of concern about privacy, but at the end of the day, we're here to catch criminals. And so we're catching the bad guys. What are you worried about? Seems like 
everywhere is doing this. I don't understand it. Um, it's, it's weird that they would try to block something like this. OCC student Sarah Elizabeth Noon is talking about a student-led forum to talk about concerns with facial recognition technology. It's not currently used at OCC, but it's something some students have strong opinions on, Noon included. She's with a group called Students for Sensible Drug Policy on Campus, or SSDP. The whole point of this campaign is to keep it from happening before it even starts. The so Sorry, babe. <laughs> I appreciate your vigor. I appreciate, you know, your enthusiasm. I appreciate your proactiveness, but that horse has bolted. So you need to get that framing out of your mind. We need to stop it before it already happens. It's like, no, no, no. You need to catch up and stop it from getting worse. And you probably can't. But, you know, I, I appreciate the effort. Software has often been criticized for misidentifying people of color. SSD. See, again, they get the outcome right to be against this kind of technology, but they get the reason for being against it completely fucking wrong. P is working with the ACLU on their campaign. It poses a, a serious threat of creating a surveillance state where uh, cameras can be used to watch us coming and going. Noon was shocked when she says she got an. Again, not a threat. It's already happening. Do you see how the, do you see how this constantly comes up? Why why have we been so easily conditioned to believe that it's some it's somewhere off in the future? This this kind of tech is somewhere down the road. We always get these very nondescript kind of ambiguous terms. Oh well, it's some this could develop. No, it's already here, mate. How do you not understand this? It's already happening. Oh, it can't happen here. It is. Well, it might happen sometime in the future. No, it's already happened. Email from college administrators telling her the forum was a no-go. The email was vague, saying only that the technology is currently not used at OCC, and if it were to be adopted in the future, there would be legal guidelines in place. <laughs> the same story, right? The same story that we got from the Edmonton police. Don't worry. If we use this kind of technology, there will be strict guidelines. It's the same story we got from the other news article. Don't worry. Uh, remember Springfield? We put a moratorium on uh, facial recognition technology. But if and when we eventually use it, don't worry. There'll be rules. There'll be rules. Remember, laws protect us from things, right? Right? Remember how everyone believes that laws protect you from stuff? Remember the protection meme that we open the show with? Don't worry. There'll be laws. And laws will protect you. Right. Mm hmm Nothing to worry about. <laughs> it's good stuff, isn't it? Good stuff. Uh, here's one to follow up on our earlier news report about Maryland finding an effective way. Again, how do we get these people who are constitutionalists? How do we get these MAGA types? How do we get these conservative types to go along with this kind of tech? You know, because this would be the kind of thing that they would naturally have an aversion against because, you know, ideologically, at least in theory, uh, they're supposed to be against big government, big government overreach. They're supposed to be for individual liberty. So how would we get them to go along with it? I know. How about this? What if, recognition camera. What if we stick one down at the border? What if we meld the two issues together? 
what if we create a scenario where to be against facial recognition technology is to be in favour of illegal immigration? And you say it's crazy now, and I know you get it in the chat, but you watch because shit like this starts slow and then it starts steamrolling. Like I said, we did the original story on this stuff a month ago. And now you look at all the dates on all of these little news reports. It's one week ago, two weeks ago, right? It takes them time to catch up. So I guarantee you, you will raise a concern about facial recognition technology in the wrong company. And this, you will think you will you are with your comrades when you raise it. You will think that you are with like-minded people. But these right-leaning conservative MAGA types in the red hats will actually say, they will say to you, you must be in favour of illegal immigration then. They're not using it on us. They're not going to do it to us. It can't happen here. They're only catching illegal immigrants with it. What are you worried about? What are you, some kind of fucking communist? You will get the same response that I get. I guarantee you. And all the while, you'll be trying to say that you're presenting this case because this is how you get people who would otherwise not be in favour of something to be in favour of it. The protection meme. And then you'll get some kind of comment to the tune of, wow, well, you must listen to too much Alex Jones or something, some kind of dismissive uh, insult. Not to be taken seriously. Fake. Fake doesn't mean it. Fake mega guy, right? And then at that point, you know, the uh, the human desire to fit in will probably kick in for like 80% of you. 80 to 90% of you will drop it. You'll drop the subject and you'll harbour these uh, deep feelings of concern, but you'll never air them in your circle of friends because you'll be too afraid. And the 10% of you who do air these concerns and say, no, I don't give a fuck what you say. You're wrong. Uh, you'll, you'll then be hanging out with me. <laughs> we'll be hanging out, having chats together. Facial recognition cameras are now activated at the border. Oh, the cameras goody. are not hidden. Channel 5, John Paul Brajas, live at the Brownsville Port of Entry with more on the taxpayer-funded technology now in place. Taxpayer-funded. Good. Good morning, guys. That technology expanding to the Brownsville Port of Entry today. We first paying, paying for your own surveillance. Sounds good. Told you about that last week. That tech also at the Progressive Port of Entry. Computers are now helping officers confirm your identity. A traveler shows their passport or ID. The camera snaps and compares <clears throat> the two photos. According to Customs, the new cameras come after a mandate from Congress and were recommended by the 9-11. <laughs> it was recommended by the 9-11 Commission, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Don't worry. We'll put cameras at the border, but we'll only face them outwards. We'll never face them inwards towards our own citizens. Remember that we did a story on this show uh, about a month ago. Baltimore City now has literally... So this remember, this was recommended by the 9-11 Commission, okay? Great. Good idea, boss. Let's go. I can't wait to start uh, putting all of these recommendations in place. Great stuff. We did a story on this show about a month ago. The Baltimore City now has literally, like again, it sounds crazy, just fucking look it up. They literally have the same kind of spy planes that were flying over villages in Iraq 
during the Iraq war looking for terrorists now flying above their own city. It is literally the same fucking company. Ladies and gentlemen, we now have found the perfect way to continue uh, fueling, to continue funding, uh, you know, if you want to call it the military-industrial complex. You don't even need overseas wars anymore. People will vote to surveil themselves. And a quote that we've said often on this show, again, something that just keeps coming back to me time after time after time after time, and I wish that it didn't. When having a conversation with someone in particular privately about this kind of stuff, I said to them, eventually people will get sick of this. Eventually people will vote against it. Eventually people will stop it from happening. And I essentially got laughed at. He said, no, nope, won't happen. He said, people will make their own prison cells, lock themselves in their own prison cells, and then throw away the key because somebody else has convinced them that it's keeping them safe. Somebody else will convince them that locking themselves in their own prison cell will keep them safe and they will do it. And so after we did that Baltimore story, I looked up some stats. I looked up some polling data because you can't do that kind of thing, that kind of operation in a city the size of Baltimore without at least pretending to ask the population of the city what they think about it. 70-something percent of the population of Baltimore were in favour. Let's call it 70. 70 percent of the population of Baltimore wanted literal Iraq war spy planes flying over their city 24 hours a day, surveilling them as though they were terrorists in Iraq. They wanted it. And if that's not depressing enough, if you consider what of the remaining 30%, well, at least there's 30% of us that think it's a bad idea. Not really. Because you have to consider in that 30%, there would also be a percentage of people that don't care. So let's give it, let's let's be a let's be conservative. Let's be generous about this. Maybe 50% of the 30% genuinely just don't care. So that's why they didn't answer yes, because they don't care or they don't know. That would leave you in the extreme minority of 15%, optimistically of people that have a problem with literal Iraq war spy planes flying over your city 24 hours a day, surveilling you as though you were terrorists. In the land of the free and the home of the brave. And it's generally at this point in time where somebody will accuse me of being anti-American because I'm being too critical. But as I explained on Trust and Verify last night, it generally comes from a place of what the fuck are you doing to yourselves? Why are you doing this? As I said at the start of the show, I always put uh, the United States up on a pedestal as being the one place that will defend individual liberty above all others. I come from a nation founded by criminals. It makes sense to me that this kind of shit would happen here because it's part of our DNA. But it ain't part of yours. 
And so for the first time in human history, ladies and gentlemen, you have this mass experiment of individual liberty, free marketism and entrepreneurial spirit rising up like a glow in an otherwise dark night to say, fuck you, we don't believe in the top-down leadership of the generations gone by, we're doing it our own way. And then we sit here and watch just a couple of centuries later as millions and millions of people sign petitions to piss that all away, to throw it all away. (laughs) And you now literally have, again, Iraq war spy planes flying over Baltimore 24 hours a day. You literally have 600 law enforcement agencies able to take anybody's picture at any time on the street at in any way without no warrant required, no search warrant, nothing like that, no um, wiretapping needed, and they can find your name, where you live, where you work, and who all of your friends are. Isn't that fucking glorious? Oh, don't be so critical. It's not fair. Why are you being critical? You must hate America. No, you must have a plank of wood for a head. And you must be part of the reason that millions of people are pissing it all away. Pissing the freedom away. Pissing the light on the hill away. Extinguishing the light on the hill. Because you don't care. Or you'll get dragged into this di- this false dichotomy. Where now, look, we're, putting, we're doing this facial recognition tech on the border. Hey, it's a great idea. Aren't you in favour of it? No, I'm against that kind of technology. Why? You must be in favour of illegal immigration, you communist. How do you get people to go along with this shit? I know, you make it seem like it's something they absolutely need. Why do you need facial recognition software uh, governed by AI on the border, ladies and gentlemen, if you just do the fucking job that you're supposed to do on the border in the first place? Stop letting people in. You don't need facial recognition software on the border. You just stop them from coming in. Whatever it takes. All of them. No. Well, at least they're doing something. At least they're doing something. I don't see you doing anything. All you do is criticise people. And this is my favourite part. The reason why I paused on this particular screen here Uh, For the people who like to say that this is like high-tech, next-level surveillance stuff, uh, do you see the webcam that's being used there? I literally use the same webcam right now. I'm using the exact same model webcam right now. And the reason that everybody uses this webcam right now is because, one, it's very reliable, and two, it's very cheap for what it is. It is a HD webcam, but it is at the lower end of the price spectrum. It doesn't have all of like the fancy bells and whistles, but it's a cheap, reliable, mass-produced option. I'm using the exact same webcam in this studio right now. Hello. There it is. There you are. Hi. Oh, cutting-edge technology at the border catching criminals. We're using the next we're using the next generation of facial recognition technology to catch illegal border jumpers at the border. You know, you need to be in favor of this otherwise you're in favor of illegal immigration. What do you got something against technology? And so on and so forth. Glorious, isn't it? Glorious stuff. I was going to take a break but you know, we're so close to the end of the show now. I think we'll just I think we'll just keep rolling with it. 
here we go. We've got other... Oh, <laughs> this is good. Um, I'll tell you what. So we've been looking over the last month. Uh, Met Police Chief, facial recognition technology critics are ill-informed, ladies and gentlemen. Ill-informed. You're just a crazy conspiracy theorist. We're going all around the world tonight. You are being, like I said, intellectually gang-raped from every angle. The hard-throbbing penis of the police state is penetrating you in every possible hole at all times. From the left and the right, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Met Police Chief, facial recognition technology critics are ill-informed. Cressida Dick defends tech after civil liberties groups raise fears over accuracy and privacy. The Metropolitan Police Commissioner, Cressida Dick, has attacked critics of facial recognition technology for using arguments she has claimed are highly inaccurate and ill-informed. <laughs> I can't. I... I... I can't do the um the voiceover videos, so I, I'm going to track that clip down of that press conference, and then we'll do that on another show. Um, okay, so this is all stuff from a month ago. Let's go to the next page. So, <clears throat> again, just put facial recognition technology in the search bar of YouTube and set a filter for the last month, and now the filter I have here is now the last week. Okay, so we went from a month ago. This is a week ago. Uh, this one is very cute. Have a look at this. Remember, it can't happen here. Wearing a mask. Remember the uh, the protests in Hong Kong? Guess what? Wearing a mask in China no longer hides your identity from facial recognition cameras. <laughs> they don't even need your old face. Now they're essentially scanning your eyes and the bridge of your nose to find out who you are. Don't you feel safe? It can't happen here. It'll never happen here. A Chinese company upgraded its facial recognition tech amid the coronavirus. The devices can now identify faces even while partially covered with masks, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know Rusty's in the chat. I feel much safer. <laughs> As you should, comrade. <clears throat> We're here to protect you. We are here to protect you. Uh, there was another one that I wanted to show you from China that I quickly looked at before, and I'm sure I can find it again because, like I said, there's a lot to get through here. There is a lot of videos. Um, let me see here. Sorry, this is very... Oh, good. <laughs> Three days ago, customers suspicious of high-tech security robot patrolling New York supermarket, ladies and gentlemen. Look at him go. He's even got the big smiley face on the front so the kids aren't scared. 
Isn't that adorable, huh? This store is being monitored by Marty for your safety. This is the sticker on the robot. Marty is an autonomous robot that uses image capturing technology to report spills, debris, and other potential hazards to the store. Could the potential hazard be people? Perhaps. <laughs> Employees to improve your shopping experience. Well, they're, they're improving my shopping experience. What could you possibly have against this? What could you possibly have against this? This is great stuff. The Catholic Church proposes AI regulations that protect people. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that. Okay, I need to find this particular clip from China because this is next level stuff. Uh, could this be it? No, that's not it. I think it might be in this category here. Just looking, looking, looking. Where did I find that clip? Okay, I think this is too far now. Very, very interesting stuff here, I know. But I did see this one and I thought I absolutely must show it to you. <laughs> oh, God. Here's one that uh, here's one without uh, warning. Uh, biometrics improving the passenger experience with facial recognition. Oh, this would be good because we all want a better passenger experience, don't we, when we travel? So this, I'm sure, will not be a fluff piece. I'm sure this will address concerns. Open Amadeus Traveler ID app. Scan your passport. <laughs> It literally says, capture your data. <laughs> Remember how I said earlier, they're not even lying to us anymore. They're not even pretending like all of our data is being captured. No, no. Now it's a selling point. Now it's advertising. Hey, we capture all your data on this app. Just scan your passport. <laughs> it will improve your travel experience. Oh, good. I can't wait. Here, have all of my shit. I hate waiting in line at the, at the airport to scan my passport. If only somebody created an app that would keep all of my personal information on a database somewhere out there on the cloud. I don't know. If I... <laughs> So whenever I go to the airport, I can just walk right onto the plane. If only somebody came up with that. Oh, yes. Profile create. Oh, yes. Take a selfie. Oh, yes. Upload your selfie with your passport. Create your profile. And the registration is complete. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, here we go. I think this is actually, this is the one I was looking at. Wait till you hear this. And we, this might see us out. I'm, 
I, I might do one story after this just to end on a high note, or this might just be enough to make me go, okay, fuck it all, <laughs> and burn the studio down. <laughs> Have a look at this. One glance is all that. Uh, rem- uh, all of the all of the videos we use tonight uh, will be in the show notes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's generally what we do, but because we've been just going off a search results, I will put the link to that particular search result in the show notes. So then you can go through all of the relevant videos yourself, okay? So this will be fun. Listen to the explanation. This is all about your convenience. It's all about your protection. You absolutely want this. And again, if you're one of the people that is still saying it can't happen here, then you must have been criminally not paying attention. One glance is all that's needed to enter Zhengzhou's subway system. Good. The city is the first in China to set up facial recognition gates in all of its underground stations. Yep. Facial recognition gates. You don't even need to scan a ticket anymore. And remember, even if you're wearing a mask because of the coronavirus, that doesn't matter. We'll still get you. The government says it's about customer convenience. For your convenience! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is for your convenience, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Facial recognition cameras. Apparently, facial recognition software, AI tech, uh, the surveillance state, it's one of two things. It's either for your protection or for your convenience. Have you noticed that? So we're either protecting you from the bad guys by treating you like a bad guy or we're giving you a convenient option. How convenient is it to have your face scanned when you go into a subway instead of, I don't know, scanning a ticket? Like, And this is the same shit we were talking about two years ago when they were talking about microchips. Look, it's so convenient. I just scan my hand over the photocopier and then the paper comes out. It's like, yeah, I can imagine all of the wasted fucking seconds that you must have had pressing one button on a photocopier. It's so goddamn convenient, (laughs) right? I don't even have to take my keys out of my pocket anymore. You know, once upon a time back in the caveman days, I would have to swipe an access card to get into my office. But now I just run my hand over it and the door opens. It's so convenient. (laughs) Like we fucking deserve, we deserve this. I am convinced now that we deserve this shit. We deserve to be screwed into oblivion. Okay, tell me, tell me why, please, please, representative from the, from the Chinese government, please tell me why mass surveillance at train stations and facial recognition software is for my convenience, please. This is especially handy for people who carry a lot of heavy bags, or the people who don't have a cash, or their smartphones have run out of battery. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
well, the reason that we install our facial recognition technology is because our people carry heavy bag. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember we did the story? I think it's even on the podcast. I can't remember. I should have taken more notes back in the day when we started doing this podcast, when I did the archives and stuff. It's in one of the previous 198 episodes. Do you remember the story we did about the stadium in Queensland in Australia that was uh, installing fucking surveillance cameras to watch the entire crowd during a sporting event? Do you remember that? They had facial recognition software as you walk into the stadium and then they had cameras watching the entire crowd, the entirety of the game, scanning their faces figuring out who they are, where are they moving to, are they in the right seat or not, is there a troublemaker that we can zero in on, right? You remember that shit? (laughs) And then so we go to the representative of, uh, it was either of the government or the company responsible for this kind of surveillance or whoever it was. And do you remember the reason that they gave for installing all of these cameras into this stadium? They literally said, the reason that we're doing this is because occasionally somebody will leave a handbag on the seat. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even they're not even trying. They're not even trying anymore. That's how little they think of you. That's how little they respect your view. That's how li- we watched Neil Cavuto on this show tonight just laughing, mocking, dismissing, suppressing we saw the police uh, spokesman from Edmonton. Yeah, we, we understand the concerns, but we're fucking doing it anyway. Right? Oh, no, we have to install this mass surveillance network in this stadium because occasionally uh, Nana will get up after the football match and leave her handbag on the seat. So we need to be able to return Nana's handbag back to her, and we're not going to be able to do that unless we have mass surveillance. <laughs> And this guy, well, it's very, uh, very convenient because people come up sometime and they have, uh, you know, too, uh, too heavy a bag. If your brag is too heavy, then you cannot get your ticket out of your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe your smartphone has run out of battery. So that's why we need facial recognition technology. Right. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. That's why we need it. Because sometimes your smartphone run out of battery. Unfucking believable. It's for your convenience. You need this, ladies and gentlemen. You absolutely must have this. If we're not protecting you from bad guys, if we're not protecting you from illegal immigrants, if we're not protecting you from what was the, the guy in the Albuquerque store, remember the excuse that they gave? Oh, we ran his face through a database and it turns out that he was causing issues. Issues in the store. <laughs> We can't have people in here causing issues. We better why we better entrust the state and the authorities with the capability to scan everybody's face on the street, whether they like it or not, whether they're a criminal or not, and find out exactly who they are, where they live, where they work, and who all their friends are. This is something we absolutely must do. I mean, haven't you ever tried to go to a haven't you ever tried to go to the train station with a heavy fucking bag? Huh? It's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> this is especially handy for people who carry a lot of heavy bags or the people who don't have a cash. Es- especially handy. 
or their smartphones had run out of battery. Yeah. These problems could be solved by facial recognition. Solved. Solved now, facial recognition cameras are being used alongside infrared temperature scanners to help contain the spread of coronavirus. Ah, never. Uh, we've quoted this guy many times on this show before. And again, this is something that happens constantly. Um, because I'll quote Rahm Emanuel and people think that I agree with everything Rahm Emanuel says. No, that's not true. Uh, I quote Rahm Emanuel because even though I disagree with everything about him politically, I think that he's an incredibly intelligent, cunning, conniving politician. I think he's a very, very talented manipulator. And so I I resonate with that. (laughs) I respect, let me put it this way, I respect that. I respect the fact that the guy is so talented when it comes to being so cunning. And so he said famously once, never let a good crisis go to waste. And I think he was quoting somebody else. So whether, you know, whether you're, whether or not you believe, here's the thing, whether or not you believe the coronavirus is a real threat or not, uh, the Democrats and the media might be trying to use it. They might be using the coronavirus as a means to attack Donald Trump. Fine. But that doesn't mean that it's all fake, right? That doesn't mean that it's all made up. You see the difference here? Because that's politics. Using a negative uh, issue or using something in the news to attack your opponent is literally what politics is all the time. It doesn't mean that the thing is fake if somebody's doing it. Right? Without even even getting into the, the discussion of coronavirus specifically, as a general rule, just because somebody is using something else to attack you doesn't mean that that something else is a fake thing. Okay? Well, now we install the uh, facial recognition technology with the thermostat because our coronavirus. So now we can pick up coronavirus without even doing uh, any medical test. <laughs> and it's very convenient because, you know, people have heavy brag. You can't take heavy brag to... Uh, train station anymore because you know it's much easier not to you can't get your ticket out of your pocket if you're carrying a heavy bag think of the old lady this is very convenient also we're scanning for we're doing thermo uh, thermo scans of people as they walk in ah okay right 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 <laughs> in the city of Hangzhou a man was reprimanded after facial recognition cameras filmed him leaving his home before completing two weeks of self-quarantine oh yeah <laughs> Don't you feel safe? Don't you feel safe, ladies and gentlemen? He walked out his front door. Facial recognition cameras picked him up, ran him through a database. I'm sorry, Mr. Chin. You're not authorized to leave your home yet. What are you doing out on the street? You would think it was a dystopian nightmare and you would think that it could never happen here. Well, guess what? We are building the infrastructure for it right now. We are installing the cameras right now. The police are making the excuses right now. And if you watch tonight's show from the beginning, you'll see that the corporate media is running cover for this right now. 
They already have the infrastructure. They already have the arguments. They have already convinced people it's for their own protection. The corporate media is already in the tank selling the fucking idea. They already have literal... The literally the same company that flew spy planes over uh, villages in Iraq during the Iraq war, flying over Baltimore 24 hours a day right now. As we speak. Hey, it'll never happen here. It'll never happen here, you crazy conspiracy theorist. For my protection, it's for my, it's to make me feel safe. And don't worry, if they do use this technology, they're going to be governed by the laws. Oh, I'm sorry. Clearview AI has already been used by 600 law enforcement agencies in the US and Canada without any governing laws. Without. They were using the technology and openly admitted that they didn't know whether it was legal or not to do it. Openly. Fuck it. We'll do it anyway. Who cares? So that's the state of play where we are right now, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Daily Boogie. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, please head to patreon.com forward slash boogie bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course... If you'd like to keep an eye on me, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Don't forget to follow our friends at RealPersonPLTCS, at ChrisMC44, at YCensored, Irrational Times, Joy of Pessy, The Bearded Truth, UK Neil, uh, Winning TV, uh, and anyone else I might have forgotten. Uh, apologies, I'll try to remember next time. We've got a lot of friends, so we try to keep track of all of them. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow night at 6pm with another edition of The Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to everybody who contributed to the show tonight with tips on DLive.tv slash Boogie Bumper. Until tomorrow, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. See you soon. Bye-bye.